interest rates, volatile markets, and recession talks could be standing between you and the retirement you're looking for. Some easy adjustments that could make all the difference coming up on today's show. Welcome in to Kelly's Bull Market News with Kelly Slot. There is always something to be bullish about. Welcome once again, Kelly's Bull Market News with Kelly Slaught, the owner and CEO of California Wealth Advisors, helping people in their financial lives in Southern California and beyond. Uh, Kelly also is the author of the book, The Great Retirement Mystery. Now, uh, Ed, this is this show is an informational show, but a good conversation. Also, Kelly's uh, informational and educational efforts uh, spread into uh, in-person events and also web events. Uh, for upcoming events, uh, just go to Kelly's website, CaliforniaWealthAdvisors.com. Click the events tab and then at register now, uh, you can do the drop down on event name and select the event that you or events that you are interested in attending. Again, that's at CaliforniaWealthAdvisors.com. Hello to you, Kelly. And we've got a lot of good <laughs> stuff to get into today. We have so much interesting things to get into today. I think uh, today's show is interesting because I'm going to first talk about some old rules that people used to think about when they were retired, the 4% rule, the rule of 72. I'm going to cover that in the beginning there. Then I'm going to talk about bonds. Are they a good investment? Are they appropriate for you? Uh, then we're going to go over a little bit of Social Security, and of course, we're going to end with questions. I love the questions from listeners. Great ones today. We've got annuity questions, what to do with cash, a lot of good questions today. So stay tuned for that segment as well. And you can submit your question to Kelly. Just email that to be answered on the show, Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y, at CaliforniaWealthAdvisors.com. Yeah, we're already going to go through some rules here and how many did withstand the test of time, uh, starting with, you mentioned this, the four percent rule even bill bingen who first articulated this has has backtracked recanted uh where are we well first off i guess what is the four percent rule and what how should we look at that now yeah, you know, so so many of these old rules of thumb that people used to follow are really quite antiquated these days. They don't make sense for today's investors. So what is the 4% rule? <clears throat> Excuse me. So the historically, the 4% rule became a standard for folks after entering retirement and assuming that 4% withdrawal rate of retirement funds on an annual basis was enough to satisfy those required minimum distributions. Okay. So that's one area of the 4% rule. Another area is people thought, okay, if I just take out 4% of my accounts, whether they retirement or not, then I would have money to last for the rest of my life. Well, that's not necessarily true. And especially over the last, so let's say 20, 25 years or so, if people took out 4% from their accounts and the account was not earning 4% because interest rates have been very low, then they were taking out principal. And I don't like to see that. I want to make sure people are actually taking out what the account is earning. So today, interest rates are a little bit higher. So if your account is earning 4%, there may or may not be enough for you. And let me give you an example here. If somebody has a million dollars in their either 401k or their trust account, They've got a million dollars in there and they, they're, let's say they're earning 4% on that. Well, that's $40,000 a year, 4% times a million dollars. That's $40,000 a year that that account will generate and that's not touching principal. Now, here's the question. Is 40000 enough for you? Is it not enough? Is it too much? 
that's why, again, we tailor make portfolios for people because maybe you need 5%. Maybe you need 50000 out of your account. Maybe you only need 2%, $20,000 out of your account. Again, this is why we tailor make these. So there is no rule, I think, that's appropriate for everyone in this case. Because, again, what other income streams do you have? Are you going to work part-time? Are you taking Social Security? Do you have rental properties? Again, this is all personalized to you when we sit down with you and go over this. So the 4% rule, I kind of throw it out these days because it's not appropriate for a lot of people. Some people need more than that. Some people need less than that. So, again, what is it that you need? That, that's what we're going to ask you. And here's another one. Uh, the rule of 72, um, could, if you could explain that, and I, I guess that's math, isn't it? So is that still <laughs> something that's that's you, we can use or count on, rely on? Yeah, so the rule 72, actually, you can still rely on, and I don't mind that as a rule. Uh, so what is that rule, the rule of 72? That means that in seven years, if you're earning 10% per year, you will double your money. If you have 7% for 10 years, you will double your money. Now, if you have 3%, it takes 24 years to double your money. So the rule of 72 is interesting. Um, and there's a lot of math that goes along with that. Yes, but that's the basic. So in seven years, if you are earning 10%, you'll double your money. So that's kind of the basis of that. And again, it depends on your portfolio and how it's performing. You may be earning 7%. You may be earning more than that. You may be earning less than that. So, you know, again, these rules are interesting and kind of fun to look at. The rule of 72, I don't use so much. The rule of four the 4% rule, I kind of you know, I don't really use that so much either because that depends on what a client might need. So, again, these, these are all interesting old rules that people kind of looked at, but I don't know that they really apply so much anymore. Today, yeah, it is a different world. Uh, maybe they could be looked at as a starting point, but that's the whole thing. Uh, uh, Kelly's plans are, are living and breathing to, uh, reacting to, or, or being adjusted based on, well, for instance, what we're going through with the economy now. That's the process with Kelly, and that can start with that comprehensive review. You can schedule with a call or a text to 800-810-8060, 800-810-8060. All right, here's, I guess you could say this is a rule or maybe just a, a way we think about retirement. Uh, the age of 65, that magic retirement age in our mind, at least, is that necessarily the time? Why do we think of 65? Yeah, well, 65 came up because that's when Medicare starts, right? Right. And, and Social Security can start at 62. So 62, 65 is kind of what people think of as a retirement age. And that may or may not be appropriate for you as well. It's not a magic number anymore. And why is that? Well, we're living longer, aren't we? Mm -hmm. So many of us are living into our 80s and 90s. I mean, my my wonderful mother is 95, still the smartest person in the room. <laughs> right. So, um, so yeah, retiring at 65, you know, maybe it's too soon for you. Maybe, maybe you want to work longer. I think that's an important vehicle to look at is what what makes you happy, right? Yeah. So I, here's a quote actually I just read today. This is from Les Brown, who's one of the one of the inspirational speakers I like listening to. Here's what he said: You are never too old to set another goal or to dream a new dream. That's from Les Brown. You Thank are you. never too old to set another goal or to dream a I new like dream. That. 
Oh, I like, like it too, because it, yeah. it goes to show maybe 65 is a good retirement age for you. Maybe it's not. Maybe you love what you're doing. Maybe you're going to have another new dream. But this is why I came up with the bucket list, which is on my website under the services tab. Print out that bucket list for you because I have so many things on there. I want you to think about what you want to do when you retire. And maybe it's 65 for you. Maybe it's 70 for you. But what are you going to do in retirement? Because if you don't start thinking about it ahead of time, then you're not going to plan for it for one thing. And maybe the dreams you have that you might want to fulfill. So, you know, thanks to, you know, I want everybody to start thinking about that a little bit. Well, I mean, even retired, I mean, what you, that quote even applies in retirement because a lot of people start their own businesses in retirement uh, or they do some, they finally do what they dreamed of doing all their right. life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. What Les Brown's quote. I mean, there's, it's never too late to have a new dream or to have a new plan. Um, so 65 may or may not be appropriate for you. So full retirement age these days, if you were born at, at 1954 or earlier, your full retirement age is 66. If you were born 55, uh, I'm sorry, 1955 or later, your full retirement age is 66 in two months. And then if you're born after 1956, then your 66 and four months is your full retirement age at 1957 and over it's 66 and six months. So well, yeah, I could keep going here. <laughs> if you were born, if you were born in 1960 or later, your full retirement age is 67. So again, full retirement age is appropriate for whatever you feel like it is. I think so. I mean, yes, it's social security has something to do with that. And that's what I quoted there as mm -hmm. far as saying social security. However, I want you to re retire when it's right for you. And 65 might be great. 62 might be great. 70 might be better. 75. I have a lot of clients that are still working in their seventies. So it just really depends on what's appropriate for you. And like I say, social security, you can take it at 62 if you feel like you're going to give, live a good long life, then 62 is probably not the time to take it. Um, you get 8% more every year that you wait. So maybe 70 is a better time for you to take it, especially if you're in great health and you're going to live another 20 years or so. Then you want to have that higher dollar amount coming to you. And that's what you get when you wait until age 70. So, it, it, you know, I want to say here, if you sense that any of your friends or family or colleagues are, are, are all concerned about their financial future, I'd be happy to sit down with them, have a chat with them, make sure that their portfolios are diversified and are, are really performing as they want to, as is it creating enough income for them? You know, does it have enough growth? Do you have some downside protection in your portfolio? These are all the things that we look at. So if you have any friends or family or, or coworkers that are retiring soon, that's what we do. We help people with all of this, when to retire, maybe wait a year or two to take Social Security. These are all the things that we're going to look at for you. So we're really looking for clients that need answers. They are looking for asset and wealth protection. They're perhaps worried about traditional strategies like being 100% in the market, which I see a lot of accounts when they bring them to me, they're 100% in the market. We're looking for clients that are seeking new financial solutions too, and that clients are really that are open for some new ideas. So that professional financial management, that ongoing professional financial management is what we bring to the table for you. We're, we're passionate about what we do. We love what we do here at, at California Wealth Advisors. So we put ourselves in your shoes and with all of our knowledge and make sure that your portfolio is what you want it to be. It's diversified for you. You've got 
stocks if you want them, but you've also got some downside protection perhaps with annuities or maybe even some real estate programs might be appropriate for you too. That's that mass proprietary process I came up with. M is the markets, A is alternatives, and S is safe money. So again, our compassion, our empathy of what you're going through, because we see it all the time, is what we're going to help you walk through as far as the markets go. So of course, we're bringing a unique view to the marketplace here for you. And yes, we are a fiduciary. We always put your needs above anyone else's, absolutely. So if you have at least 200000 or more of investable assets and you're very serious about needing some help, then give us a call. Get yourself on our calendar in our Anaheim office or our Santa Barbara office. We like that first meeting to be in person because we want to get to know you. We want to make sure that we're a good fit for you. So if you're serious about needing some help, call that 800 number today. Um, get yourself on our calendar. Let's see how I can help you. 800-810-8060. 800-810-8060. You can call or, and you got a live person, a team member with California Wealth Advisors. If you text, they'll get back with you. And all you have to text is CWA. And it's to that same number, which is again, 800-810-8060. More rules to go over, Kelly? Yes. Uh, next up, we're going to cover a couple more rules to, to help make sure your nest egg is where you want it to be. So more on the other side. Stay tuned. Kelly's Bull Market News. Back into the conversation. Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins with the owner and CEO of California Wealth Advisors, the author of the book, The Great Retirement Mystery. That is Kelly Slaught, helping many in Southern California and beyond in all stages of their financial life. We talk a lot about retirement here. Well, that's because about 10,000 Americans a day enter retirement age. Uh, it's still a tidal wave of those. Yeah. That's why uh, this information is critical, and not only on this show, but Kelly, you have a m- many uh, webinar, seminar, in-person, Zoom only, Zoom or in-person events uh, that are coming up, and the The best thing to tell you to do is just continue to visit Kelly's website, CaliforniaWealthAdvisors.com. Click the events tab, and then you'll see the register now box. You can uh, click the drop down and find an informational educational event that interests you and sign up for it. There you go. CaliforniaWealthAdvisors.com. Click events. We've been covering some standard retirement rules, some of them old rules. I think you said some antiquated, uh, yep. some uh, may need to be uh, tweaked a little bit. This yep. one, here's a good one, Kelly, the 60-40 stock bond rule. It's yeah. an oldie. Oh, I don't know if it's a it's goodie. An, nah, <laughs> not so good anymore. I'll explain that in a second. Um, but yeah, those the, all, these old rules, you know, the words mean things. Old means something. It's not necessarily the best rule around. So the right. 60-40 rule, what is that? That means when you're younger, you're maybe in your 20s, 30s, 40s, you can take more risk. So 60% of your portfolio is supposed to be in stocks and 40% is supposed to be in bonds. And then as you age and you get closer to retirement, the 60-40 rule is supposed to flip. So 60% is now supposed to be in bonds and 40% is now supposed to be in stocks. Okay, well, there's a couple things wrong with this scenario. First of all, this is all in the stock market. These are all traded securities. And I wrote my book. I was just talking to a client today and I wrote my book and he said he read my book and he loved my book, listens to my radio shows all the time. And I came up with number seven of my 
six things to avoid. So my, my book, The Great Retirement Mystery, How to Avoid the Six Biggest Blunders. Well, there's actually seven big blunders. And the seventh one is now, according to the 64 rule, having all of your money in the stock market. I think that's a big mistake. I think too many people have 100% of their portfolio, whether it's stocks or whether it's bonds, in the stock market. And you don't have to anymore. There's other asset classes we can go into. We can go into real estate. We can go into insured products. We don't have to have everything in the stock market. So I don't like bonds as well right now, no matter what age you are, unless they're not more than maybe two years. And here's why. Interest rates over the last 30 years, let's say, have had a bull market. The interest rates came down, which means bond values went up, which means people made money in their bond portfolios. Okay, that's great. However, as interest rates rise, bond values are going to go down because it's an inverse relationship. And that's not Kelly saying this. That's the history of how markets work. So as interest rates go up, bond values are going to go down. So that's another reason why I don't like the 60-40 rule. First of all, I don't like to have people in bonds right now. But also, as you get closer to retirement, if you're moving more and more of your account, your 401k, your million-dollar 401k, for instance, in a balanced portfolio, that that so-called balanced portfolio, quote, balanced portfolio, and you've got 60% 60% as you getting closer to retirement into bonds. Well, that's a sinking value bond fund that likely you're in, especially in 401ks. So I don't like this rule. I don't work it these days. I think it's too antiquated because I think there's so many other asset classes people can go into, like for instance, real estate, like for instance, insure products like annuities. So again, Having a balanced portfolio into a number of different asset classes, I think, is the best way to work with these kinds of portfolios. So if you have a big bond portfolio or if you have 60-40 stock to bonds or bonds to stocks in your portfolio right now, I would say call us, get yourself on our calendar, and let's show you how we can improve that for you. You, um, and actually a little more on this. I had a question for you on this, Kelly, but I will mention to to find out how, what are the best strategies for you and your retirement? You can reach out to Kelly with a call to 800-810-8060. You can text as well if you text CWA to 800-810-8060. So how do you create the income off investments if bonds are not a good place? Yeah, well, historically, the rule was that bonds were a great place to be because they can create income. Well, as I just said, we've had a a lower interest rate environment over the last 30 years or so. So bonds were really not yielding very much as far as income goes. So interest rates are rising. So that's good. However, again, I would not put you in bonds because as bond as interest rates rise, bond values go down. So where do we go for income these days? Well, we look at a number of different things. One of them is annuities. And I'm talking particularly about fixed index annuities here. And I know I have a question on this later. I'll go into more detail. But annuities are great, especially the fixed index ones, because your principal is guaranteed by the insurance company. So it's not going to be going up and down every day like a bond would or even a stock portfolio would. 
So again, that's where I create income for a lot of people. We can set them up so that would be income for life that's guaranteed and for your and your spouse's life as well. And also can have inflation hedges built in there as well. So I love these annuities, especially the fixed index ones. So if that's of interest to you, then by all means, call us. I can do fixed annuities as well, which means the interest rate stays the same the whole time you have it. But I prefer to do the indexed annuities because then you at least have the potential for inflation increases in that. The other place I look for income is for dividend-paying stocks. If you need some kind of liquidity in your portfolio, then dividend-paying stocks can be good. And we can change those stocks around as interest rates increase. Perhaps we can maybe sell a lower uh, a lower paying stock and hopefully it won't be at a discount. Hopefully it'll be at the price you paid or, or higher. Um, and then we can buy something else that maybe is paying higher. But dividend paying stocks, and I have a number of money managers that I work with. I just had a seminar with one of them this week that talked about dividend paying stocks that, that they have in their portfolio. And this is ongoing management for you. So dividend-paying stocks can be a great place for income as well. And then I also look at the alternative space, the real estate space. Those can pay 4, 5, 6, 7% in income. You have the capital appreciation from the underlying real estate potentially as well. Those are very nice yields. I'd rather do those than bonds because bonds don't really have capital appreciation, especially as interest rates rise. Whereas you do have that potential with some of the alternative private placements, real estate programs that we have. So again, there are a number of places we can go for income. It just depends on you, your time frame, your uh, risk tolerance that you have, your liquidity needs that you have. Again, these are all wonderful things to look at. And I love to have different scenarios built into portfolios for different people, again, based on you and what you need. And that's the tailor making that we do every day with clients when you come in and meet with us. Well, I, I love a lot of what you said. First off, you really laid out a great diversified approach to building an income and building that retirement plan. I know you talk a lot about your mass proprietary process because you really do need that diversification uh, in not not even talking about investments, but diversification in strategies here. And your mass proprietary process tackles that. Yeah, sure does. So again, this is what people are not familiar with, especially these old rules we've been talking about today, 60-40 rule, 4% rule, modern retirement theory. These are all kind of old, uh, antiquated, I think is the best word I can use there, uh, theories that people used over the years. And I think you know, investments change over time. They improve over time. And that's why I am so intent on keeping up with the CEOs I work with, the news cycles I work with, products that come to the table. Um, my broker dealer and I work with uh, many different kinds of, of representatives to find the best products I can for you out there. So a lot of stuff goes on behind the scenes that you don't even know about as an investor, uh, especially with us at Hero California Wealth Advisors, because we do so much research before we show you something to try and bring you that best product we can find. So yes, my mass proprietary process, that's why I came up with it. It diversifies portfolios absolutely beautifully. And you don't have to have 30 
percent in each one of my my sections here. If I, if you looked at my book, or if you look online, it's a circle drawn in three different sections. M is the market, A is alternatives, and S is safe money. But you don't have to do that. Some people come to me and they go, "Hey Kelly, I've been in the market for years and years with my company's 401k." And I just don't want to be in the market anymore. Well, then we're going to look maybe more money in the safe section, in that S part of the mass proprietary process. So, again, this is the tailor making that you get with us. Then when you come with us, we personalize portfolios for you. We are not cookie cutter at all. We're going to make sure that you have diversification, that you have planning in your portfolio. And we're going to create that plan that's specific to you. And then once it's executed, we want you to feel like you're walking away with confidence and clarity about your particular financial future. So we're going to solve those problems for you, those challenges that you have in your portfolio. Um, if you become a client, we're going to just absolutely have that professional wealth management, that ongoing professional wealth management. We're going to continually meet with you, do portfolio reviews. We're very well known at that. Um, so I would say if you're interested, call us. We'll sit down with you. Let's have a chat. Let's see if you're looking for those high-level strategies that we can bring to the table. If you want to have that professional wealth management that we're going to bring to the table for you. So if you're serious about needing some help then and you have at least 200000 or more of investable assets, give us a call. Get yourself on our calendar. My staff is waiting for your call right now. I have Michael and Nicole and Christopher and Christian that answer the phones for us. And they know my schedule. They know when I'm available. And um, let's make sure that we can bring to the table what you're looking for. That's why that first meeting I, I like to have in person in my Anaheim office or my Santa Barbara office to make sure we're a good fit, to make sure that I can bring to the table what you're looking for. If you're looking for that professional wealth management, if you're looking for that diversification in your portfolio, perhaps downside protection in your portfolio, well, that's what I bring to the table. So it, it's, there's a big difference between investment accounts and professional financial planning and management. There really is. I have so many people bring me their 401ks and it's all in the stock market and they don't realize they're all in the stock market and what kind of risk they're taking. So that's why I take the time to sit down with you. So call the 800 number. Uh, my calendar is limited and I cannot work with everyone. I've got to make sure we're a good fit in order for us to work together. Uh, but my staff is waiting for your call today. And again, they know my calendar. They know when I'm going to be in Anaheim and I can schedule meetings down there or my Santa Barbara office as well. So if you're serious about needing some help, please be serious about needing some help because we do take a lot of time to help folks. Call us. Get yourself on our calendar today. It's 800-810-8060, 800-810-8060. You can text as well. If you call, you'll get, as Kelly said, either Michael, Nicole, Christopher, or Christian on staff at California Wealth Advisors, part of that team. Uh, if you text, they'll get back with you. And that's to pick a good day and time and location to meet with Kelly. And if you have any questions about maybe what you should bring, they'll happily answer that for you. 800 810-8060. If you text CWA for California Wealth Advisors to 800-810-8060. All right, Kelly, covered the rules. What are we into next? Well, next we're going to go over Social Security and find out what might be working or not working in that scenario. So stay tuned.
back into the conversation with Kelly Slaught. It's Kelly's Bull Market News. There is always something to be bullish about. Kelly's giving us strategies that can get us all bullish about our financial lives, about our retirement. If you're near there or if you have retired, you don't have good confidence in what you have together, the infrastructure of your plan, or maybe don't have a plan, well, then Kelly can be there for you. Uh, Kelly's book is The Great Retirement Mystery. It's available at CaliforniaWealthAdvisors.com, as well as great information. You can see some uh, video interviews with Kelly. You can click radio and access the podcast. And there are many uh, podcasts. You can scroll through the menu with Kelly. In fact, uh, about 118 uh, podcasts you can scroll <laughs> Scroll through and different topics. Wow. And then if you go click events at CaliforniaWealthAdvisors.com, you can at, on in the register now box, the drop down will give you some events to pick from, webinars that are coming up, uh, even some in-person events. Just pick what you like and get signed up for it. Social Security we're into now, Kelly. I, I'm going to make some statements here, and you can tell me whether or not they're true, whether they're true or false, I should say, and then expand on it. So we'll start with this one. In most cases... If I take benefits before my full retirement age, they will be reduced. True or false? Yeah, that's true, actually, because uh, 62 is the earliest you can take it, right? 62 is the earliest you can take Social Security. Doesn't mean you should. And how do you find out how much you would get at 62 or any other age? Well, you go to ssa.gov, socialsecurity.gov, ssa.gov, and you can. it's easy to log in, uh, very, very simple. Uh, but it'll give you what your working career has been and then the dollars you'll get for 62, 64, 66, 70. And that's what I like people to bring me, actually, when they meet with me for the first time, because I want to know what dollars amount you'll get at different ages and looking at your entire portfolio and what your budget needs are, what your income needs are, and make sure they all match. So, again, doesn't mean you should take Social Security at 62. That is the lowest dollar amount. So you are getting a reduction in benefits if you take it that early. If you wait, then you'll get more. So a lot of times I suggest people wait. So again, it depends on you and what you have. Um, and, you know, these are the questions we answer when you sit down with us. So yeah, taking it at 62 is a reduction in rate in, in how much you'll get. If you wait until you're 70, that's the most you'll get. So yeah, let's, let's make sure it's the right time for you. And the right choices for you. Well, I, still staying with that then, the next one, true or false, if I'm receiving benefits before my full retirement age and I continue to work, my benefits might be reduced based on how much I make at work. Yeah, that's actually true. Uh, so, yes, up to 85% of Social Security benefits can be taxed depending on how much you make. So, yes, you've got to make sure if you're concerned about that at all, that's when I work with CPAs to figure out, okay, what is your tax bracket and how much would you have to pay on Social Security if you're still working? So, again, yes, it's based on your income. So we've got to take that into account. We paid into it our, all of our lives. We should definitely maximize our decisions, and they differ from person to person, but that is part of that process with Kelly. 800-810-8060 to schedule with Kelly. You can call or text CWA to 800-810-8060. Doing Social Security true or false with Kelly Slot. The next, if I have a spouse and he or she passes away, I will receive both my full benefit and my deceased spouse's full benefit. True or false? 
Yeah, no, that's not true. I <laughs> wish it was. That'd be nice. Yeah, It'd be but, a little uh, bit of double dipping, though. It'd be double dipping for yeah. sure. Yeah, you don't get both. So if you if you're collecting Social Security and your spouse's higher payment or your spouse has a higher payment and he passes away, he or she passes away, then you can claim their higher amount. Now yours is going to go away. The lower one goes away, but you do get the higher one. So you can't collect both, but you can collect the higher one if, if uh, a spouse passes away. So just be aware of that. Next up, true or false on Social Security, the money that comes out of my paycheck for Social Security goes into a specific account for me and remains there, earning interest until I began to receive Social Security benefits. I couldn't do that one with a straight face. I'm sorry, Kelly. <laughs> well, uh, actually, it was it was set up more that way uh, when it was when it first came out that Social Security was the, the dollars from your paycheck was supposed to go into a specific Social Security account. It was never set up just for you. It was more a big fund, for instance, it, a big pot of money. I guess I should say that it went into. However. What's happened over the last uh, number of years is the Democrats and the Republicans, whichever side you like, has dipped their hands into that Social Security bucket. And that's not good. So that's why we have unfunded liabilities, they call them, to the government, Medicare being one, Social Security being another. And so that's why they talk about Social Security benefits being reduced and potentially being reduced because we don't have those dollars just sitting into account, which is what they should have done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the government uh, does what the government does. So, um, yeah, I wish, it, I wish it was that way, but... Um, Unfortunately, that is not true. And uh, as it stands now, uh, people are saying it's 2033 that the Social Security Trust Fund runs into big trouble. So here's the next true or false. Uh, Unless something is done, benefits could be reduced by 20% or more for everyone. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And actually, I think even if you print out uh, the socialsecurity.gov, ssa.gov sheet for yourself, I believe on there on the bottom, it says these numbers may not be valid, I think is something of, wow. it says something to that effect, which means whatever dollars they tell you, you may or may not get. Um, here's what I normally tell people. If you're over age 55, then you go to so and you go to socialsecurity.gov. You're likely to get the dollars that they have on there. If you're between age 50 and 55, I would say you're likely to get most of what's on there. And I would tell you if you're under age 50, I don't have a clue what you're going to get. I really don't. And I hate to say that. Well, that's true. I'm not though. being. It's true, and I'm not being flippant here, but it's because the politicians have put their their money in the pie, if you will, and taken money out of these accounts that really should have been left alone. Uh, so, yes, that's one reason why the, the reduction in Social Security will happen to a lot of people, unfortunately. So this is why I do portfolios for folks, is I want to make sure that you've got enough income coming in from other sources. Yes, Social Security is part of a portfolio as far as income goes. But that should not be your only source of income. You should have a 401k that's generating income, a trust account that's generating income, maybe rental properties. Maybe you're going to work a little bit part-time or consult or something. So, again, this is the cohesive thing that we do to put together for folks to make sure that you do have enough income to cover that budget that you want when you get to retirement. 
This is good stuff, Kelly. Um, and we have more uh, Social Security, true or false. Uh, the next one is if I get divorced, I might be able to collect Social Security benefits based on my ex-spouse's, ex-spouse's Social Security earnings history, true or false? Yeah, actually, that's true. Uh, so you can, I would go to Social Security and talk to them about your ex-spouse. And you're actually, interestingly enough, your ex-spouse doesn't ever need to know that you're collecting part of his Social Security. He still gets his. Don't worry about that. He or she still gets his. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can start doing that. And it's based on how long you were married and different things like that. But yes, you can collect Social Security from an ex-spouse's Social Security earnings history. If it was more than yours, yeah. So uh, that might be something. And I would recommend you do go to Social Security and ask them that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. If I delay taking Social Security benefits past the age of 70, I'll continue to get delayed retirement credit increases each year I wait. Oh, boy, that's a big no. That's a false statement right there. So you've got to start taking Social Security at 70. Do not wait until after that. You get no benefit whatsoever. Now, you do get more benefits if you wait from 62 to 70. You get about 8% more per year. But you get nothing if you wait until after age 70. So let's make sure that you're taking Social Security at the right time for you. It's the appropriate amount you're taking and the right age you're taking it at. And that's why I like people to go to ssa.gov, socialsecurity.gov, and print out that sheet for themselves and bring that to me, that first meeting that we have, because I need to know that. I need to know what your budget is. Again, you can get that on my website under the services tab, californiawealthadvisors.com. Go to the services tab, print out that budget sheet for yourself, and then I know what you spend your money on. You know what you spend your money on, and then I know what I need to create for you based on the assets that you have and when to take Social Security for you. So, again, this is different for everyone. That's that's why we tailor make these for you. We yeah. tailor make portfolios. There's no cookie cutter here at all. We've got to make sure that you're actually doing what – or I should say your portfolio is doing – what you want it to do. And so that's creating those high level strategies, that professional wealth management that we bring to the table for you. So really, I have to say, it's vitally important for you to implement your retirement plan, your investment plan. And I want to make sure you're 100% sure that you're going to have a great retirement and that you don't have any doubts about it. So again, I can't work with everyone. I've got to make sure we're a good fit. That's what that first meeting is for. And I, I'm looking for clients that really want to play at a new level. They want to have those, those high-level strategies brought to the table for them. These are not new strategies. They're just more than just simple stock bond and mutual fund types of portfolios. So we're going to bring that unique perspective to the table for you. We're going to have a vested interest in you. We absolutely take care of all of our clients as best we possibly can. And we're going to create those specific plans for you. We really are. We're going to tailor make these plans specific to you. There's no cookie cutter. I don't just throw you in a stock bond or mutual fund portfolio, which I see a lot of advisors unfortunately do. We're going to tailor make this for you. Do you want some downside protection? And if you do, we're going to suggest you maybe move some assets around to give that to yourself. Do you want income generated for your life? Well, again, we're going to make sure that your portfolio can give that to you. And you can't do that with a stock bond or or mutual fund portfolio. So we're going to create that diversification for you. And we really have the privilege of getting involved in people's lives and finding out what their concerns are and then providing the solutions to them to get them to where they want to be. 
again, those high-level strategies, we're not going to have an investment portfolio. We're actually going to have an investment portfolio for you, an investment strategy specific to you. We're going to create that more stable allocation of assets for you. Yes, we are a fiduciary. We wouldn't know how to be anything else. We always have your needs above anyone else's. And let me say here, yes, you can achieve your goals. You can. You just have to have a plan. And that's one of the things I tell people all the time is have a plan, have a plan, have a plan. And then also have diversification in your portfolio. You've got to have a plan and diversification. So if you're serious about sitting down with us, if you have at least 200000 or more of investable assets, please call us, get yourself on our calendar. I've got Michael, Christian, Christopher, and Nicole answering the phones, either meeting in my Anaheim office or at my Santa Barbara office. Please be serious about needing some help. We'd love to sit down with you. 800-810-8060 to call in and schedule. You can call. You will talk to one of those four on the California Wealth Advisors team, or you can text CWA 800-810-8060. Uh, getting that diversified approach, and Kelly uh, puts t- to work in a custom fashion her mass proprietary process for you, utilizing market, alternative, and safe strategies. What's best for you and your retirement? No cost, no obligation, limited opportunity here. 800-810-8060. Call or text to CWA if you text 800-810-8060. What's next, Kelly? Well, when we come back, we've got questions on 1031 Exchange, DSTs, what to do with cash, and more. Stay tuned. is always something to be bullish about. Uh, That's the feeling here. That's the vibe here every week with Kelly's bull market news. Kelly's strategies get us bullish, actually confident in our financial lives as they can for you working one-on-one with Kelly. Kelly's CEO and owner of California Wealth Advisors. Her book is The Great Retirement Mystery. Her website is CaliforniaWealthAdvisors.com. She's done a great job offering webinars, seminars in person and uh, online. And you can uh, find out, see the menu of upcoming educational events if you go to CaliforniaWealthAdvisors.com. Click that events tab and in the register now box, it's right there. Uh, When you click the events tab, you'll see the drop down for upcoming events. Questions from listeners we have, get yours to Kelly. Email Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y at CaliforniaWealthAdvisors.com. Let's start with this one uh, from Ventura. I have an old annuity and it has not performed well. So can you help me with that? Yeah, I've actually been getting a lot of calls lately on old annuities and whether they're variable annuities or even fixed annuities, fixed index annuities. A lot of times if the performance has not been good, it's because it has a cap or it has high expenses to it. So I always do annuities with no caps, which means a cap is usually about 3%. That means if the market goes up 10%, guess what? If you have a cap of 3%, you do not participate in that 10%. I do annuities with no caps. I want to make sure that you're participating in the markets as much as you possibly can. And then the fees. A lot of variable annuities particularly have a lot of fees to them. And I, first of all, research that, and I make sure that the annuities that I do for folks don't have these huge fees that these other kinds of annuities do. So if you have an old annuity 
I can do what's called a 1035 exchange. There's no taxes for you to do that. And I roll it into a new annuity that has better allocations. That's how they make you money and no caps and much lower fees in most cases. So again, if you have an old annuity that is not performing well, then call us and get yourself on our calendar because I very likely can do much better for you. 800-810-8060 and talk about it with Kelly. 800-810-8060. Camarillo, love the show. Thank you. I need to set up a meeting. What should I expect when I get there? Ah, great. Well, thank you. I appreciate you listening to the show. Yeah, so the first meeting is to establish and define a relationship. And I like people to bring their financial statements with them. The first meeting that we have, if you have uh, brokerage accounts or something, bring those with you because I like to look at those. If you if you filled out a budget sheet, please bring me that. If you haven't done that yet, you can go to my website and print out the one that we have there. Uh, but I like to define and, and build that relationship, that first meeting. That's where I can see can I bring to the table what you're looking for? So that's me gathering information. And then I'm going to take it back and I'm going to analyze it and evaluate it for you. I'm going to develop and present to you at our next meeting, whatever my recommendations on your portfolio based on your needs, your time frame, your risk tolerance, everything that you told me in that first meeting. And if we decide we want to work together, then of course, I'm going to implement the plan. We sign paperwork, we get the investments going. Um, and then the most important thing here is I am going to monitor regularly your portfolio. I look at things every day, certainly, but I want to do a portfolio review with you every quarter, every six months or so, every client's different with that. Uh, but to keep in touch with you, to let you know what's going on with your account, certainly if I feel like we need to change anything around, I will certainly let you know. Uh, but I like that ongoing personalized touch that I give. And I'm very well known for that. My staff is excellent about calling people back in a very timely manner. So if these are the things that you're looking for in your personal wealth manager, then give us a call. Get yourself on our calendar. 800-810-8060. And you've really answered the question for Santa Barbara, but you can dig in a little deeper here. They're saying this. I, I've heard you say that you keep in touch with your clients. You actually just said it. My advisor never calls me. Just curious here. How often do you do reviews? <laughs> you know, I, it's amazing to me that advisors don't call their clients yeah. back. I mean, I don't know. What That's just, is that? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't either. So I, I'm very well known. My staff is very well known for calling people back. I, I will say we, we pride ourselves on that. Um, so if your advisor does not call you, if your advisor does not meet with you, well, they really should, and I don't know why they're not, but if you're looking for that personalized wealth management, that's what we bring to the table. And that's why I say I can't work with everyone, because if I, if you um, are looking for option trading or futures trading or something like that, that's not something I do. That's too risky in my book, and I'd rather deal with uh, more balanced portfolios than that. So I, I do portfolio reviews. Usually I start, I do it once a month for the first couple of months to make sure everybody's on the same page. And then we'll go to maybe every quarter or every six months. Some clients don't want to talk to me, but once a year, and that's fine. Um, they know that I'm managing things and I'll call them if I need to, but that's how often they want to meet with me. So again, every client is different with this. Some clients like more often, some clients like it less often. So it just depends on you and what you need and what you're comfortable with. So I'll do portfolio reviews as often as you need me to, uh, but I like it every quarter, every six months or so. That's my preference. 
Coming up uh, next with the question is from Malibu. I, I just sold my primary residence, and it looks like I have a lot of taxes to pay, and that's even after the exemptions. So what do you have that can help me save on taxes? Okay, so uh, I'll tell you a story here. I just had a client that sold their primary place of residence and they put the money in the bank because they didn't need to buy another residence. They're going to go live uh, with a relative. Okay, so that's a lot of taxes they normally would have to pay on that because you cannot do a 1031 exchange with a primary place of residence. That has to be with a rental property, industrial warehouse space, uh, apartment building, something like that. So if you cannot do a 1031 exchange and you do have a highly appreciated asset, as in this case, a primary residence, just like my other client that I'll tell you about in a second, um, then we have what's called an opportunity zone for you. Now, those are different than 1031 exchanges, but they do help you avoid or delay taxes, which is very nice. So my client that sold their primary place of residence did have a huge tax bill that they were going to have to pay even with the exemptions that they that 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 you are allowed 250,000 per person if you're married it's 500,000 that you can deduct as well as your cost basis. However, a lot of my California residents certainly have made a lot of money on their primary places of residence. And again, that's a big tax bill. So we can do an opportunity zone for you. And that's, again, taking that highly appreciated asset and putting it into an opportunity zone that delays and stops taxes from being paid and they're great programs. Now, you do have to become a client for us to work with you for these, and you do have to be an accredited investor, which means you have a million dollars or more of assets exclusive of your primary place of residence. Uh, so this does help in, uh, delay and stop taxes from being paid. They can be income producing as well. Again, this is any highly appreciated asset. So this question is about a primary place of residence. However, if you have a business that you're selling and you've made a, a big profit on that, I have another client that has a lot of company stock that we're going to sell because half of his assets are in one stock and we're going to do an opportunity zone for to have him avoid the taxes because his cost basis is very low. So any highly appreciated asset, it could be a painting, it could be a Ferrari. I have a client that has a $2 million Ferrari that he paid about $40,000 for. When he gets ready to sell that Ferrari, <laughs> he's going to have a huge gain. Yeah. And doing an opportunity zone is going to be perfect for him. So again, any highly appreciated asset, we can delay or stop the taxes from being paid. And again, this is something that we need to talk about with you individually. So if this is something of interest to you, give us a call and get yourself on our calendar. If I were to go car shopping, could I get that client of yours to go with me? It yeah. sounds like <laughs> Yeah, but he, he might want to spend a lot of money if he's well, got a two million dollar car. Well, that's true, but sounds like he can really do some negotiating. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Oh he's man. Good. Uh Redondo Beach, my husband just retired and has two million in his four oh one K and has no idea what to do. We need more income. Will you help us? Uh, yes. Okay. So this is what I specialize in doing. So if you have money in a 401k, 
typically that's 100% in the market, right? And most people don't want to be 100% in the market when they get closer to retirement or into retirement. So that's why I diversify portfolios. So yes, I create income off of these accounts all the time. I do it through diversified asset planning, though. I do some money in the market for the liquidity of it. We can create income off of that. I do some money in the alternative space. We can create nice income streams off of that as well. Those are private placements or real estate programs. And then some money in the um, S part, the safe part of my mass proprietary process. That's annuities. That's uh, income producing and inflation hedges in there as well. So I have a lot of sources I can go to to create income for you. And if that's something that you need, well, that's what we specialize in doing. We really do. We love sitting down with people and creating those investment plans for them, not just have investment portfolios. And that's what I see. And especially in this case with your $2 million 401k, you have an investment portfolio, but there's no plan with it. Well, that's what we specialize in doing. We're going to help you plan this portfolio to make sure it's creating the income you want, the growth that you want. Maybe you're looking for uh, legacy passing as well. So through these difficult markets, we're going to help you navigate through them. We're going to help you understand the options that you have and make sense of them, the strategies available to you. We're going to make sure that they make sense to you. Uh, So we're looking for people that want to have a smooth transition into retirement. Or if you're already there, we want to make sure you have actually the investments that you want, the income that you want, and that professional financial management that you're particularly looking for. So we're bringing a unique position and a unique perspective to the table for you. And we really do go that extra mile for you. My staff is always ready to to take questions from you, get you statements if you need them, 1099s, K-1 forms, anything that you might need. And yes, you can achieve your goals. It just takes planning. And yes, we're a fiduciary. Uh, We always take care of our clients as best as we possibly can. So you want to make sure an advisor that you pick is a fiduciary and that you don't hire perhaps the first advisor you meet, that you actually shop around a little bit and look for one that actually is appropriate for you. And that's why I have that first meeting. I want to make sure I can bring to the table what you're looking for. And if I can, then we'll move forward from there. Um, So again, having that first meeting, uh, I will establish and define that relationship, gather information that I need and make sure that your portfolio is what you want it to do should we decide to move forward. So if you're really serious about needing some help, then I would love to sit down with you in my Anaheim office or my Santa Barbara office to make sure that we are on the same page and that can bring to the table what you might be looking for. That's why I like that first meeting to be in person. So in my Anaheim office or my Santa Barbara office, if you have at least 200,000 or more of investable assets, please be serious about needing some help. I do take a lot of time out of my calendar to meet with my radio show listeners. So call today, uh, get yourself on our calendar. My staff is waiting for your call right now. They are, and they'll get you, uh, help work with you to pick a good daytime location to meet with Kelly, 800-810-8060. This is a comprehensive review. The great thing is it's about you. Another great thing, it's at no cost, no obligation. If you would go ahead and call in, and there is a limitation, and that's Kelly's schedule, which is busy, but she does open it on this show every week, 800-810-8060. Call or text. If you text, it's simply the letter CWA. That's for California Wealth Advisors, 800-810-8060. 
the website, CaliforniaWealthAdvisors.com. And again, scroll through on the radio tab, the podcast, and also the events tab. Keep up with the upcoming educational events. That's at CaliforniaWealthAdvisors.com. Hopefully you'll join us next week. We are back with Kelly's Bull Market News. Kelly Slot offers securities and advisory services through Centaurus Financial Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Centaurus Financial Incorporated and California Wealth Advisors are not affiliated companies. The opinions expressed on this radio show are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and does not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. The views and opinions expressed are for information and educational purposes only.